You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week, Justin Davis, Scoop. Jared Petty, Scoop. Sam Claiborne. Three scoops. We've got a great show for you this week. we got to talk about Nintendo. There's Nintendo news this week. We're going to talk about HD remasters. But first, there's a new GameScoop location in town. Oh, my. And it's on YouTube. Well, tell me all about it, Damon. <laughs> I'm going to tell you all about it. What we're going to do is here, we're going to record the little uh, the little welcome video that you see on a YouTube channel. Is that what we're doing right now? We're going to record it right Whoa. now. Yeah. This is so meta. It's happening within yep. the show. Yeah, there's lots of ways to consume GameScoop. You can listen to the podcast. You can watch it on IGN. You can watch it on YouTube. You can also watch it on your apps at home, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. Uh, but right now, we need to record a, a welcome video for the new YouTube channel. Uh, and if anyone, if you are a listener, if you watch on IGN. If you want to check it out on YouTube, it's just youtube.com slash gamescoop. And it's a very easy way to keep up with the show, keep up with the main show, all of our Let's Plays, all of our 20 questions. Anyway, let's do our welcome video right now. Okay. All right, all right here we go. Cross your legs. Yep. Here we are. Right. Yep. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the new home of Gamescoop here on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash gamescoop, and it is the absolute easiest way to keep up with the show. I guarantee it. You know, the IGN main channel is like a fire hose, just spraying everything in the world at you. Yep. The Gamescoop channel is like a slow drip of that sweet Gamescoop nectar Ooh. that you it's just easy, easy. Just let it drip right into your mouth. That's the so good distilled. Stuff. Yeah, Ooh. so you'll find the full episodes each week. Justin, tell them what else they'll find right here. Uh, one thing that I'm really excited about is 20 Questions is going to have its own playlist. Mm-hmm. It's going to be broken out of the show, and if you just kind of want to catch up on that, there'll be a spot there on YouTube.com. Jared, surely, the, surely there can't be more. Oh, there is indeed more. In fact, 
There's GameScoop Plays. So finally, we have a home for our 40-hour Ultra Beast long play. Yeah, uh, that's that's what's going to happen yeah, right that, there. Yep. No, not a real thing. Yeah, also so, every TurboGrafx yeah. game ever, right? So every TurboGrafx-16 game. Yeah. We may actually we do that. We have big plans. So if yeah. you found yourself here at the GameScoop page, uh, welcome. Make sure you subscribe. If you're watching this on the main IGN channel, this is your, this is your final warning to bounce over to the new GameScoop channel. Click this annotation here, subscribe. Never miss another piece of GameScoop anything ever. Okay. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, thanks for putting up with that. Well, that's like what it's like to sit next to you in the office. Yeah, pretty well, much. The funny thing about people listening to this podcast, if they've only heard the audio version, have never checked out the show, is they don't know that we do it in our underwear. I know. No, they have it's, no uh, idea. It's, a, it's almost a crime. And they'll never know who crosses their legs and who doesn't. Yep. I, they, they tell, cro I cross my feet. You, you can, can tell by legs. our voice. You'll need to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Justin, you always cross your legs, right? Yeah, I yeah. do. Let's get on to the show. Lots of Nintendo news this week. Uh, yeah. A mixed bag of Nintendo news. Mm -hmm. Let's start with that, that mm -hmm. new Zelda game, the next Zelda game. Still untitled. Still mm -hmm. untitled Legend of Zelda game yeah. coming to. We got one new piece of art. Yeah, a new piece of art. It's a dope yep. piece of art, too. He's got an iPhone. He's got yep. like a hook on his. He's, he's wearing a blue nick. Blue Nick. Blue yeah. Blue, the, the blue uh, tunic, which actually call, makes it so you can breathe underwater. Tumbler. Yeah, exactly. He's got to have that. Or, so the, or maybe he's got the blue ring on that's doing that. Yeah, what, what does that do? Uh, well, it turns, turns you blue in Zelda 1. It's got to do more than that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it also causes you to take half damage from all attacks. It's just a cosmetic attacks. change. <laughs> no, uh, half damage from all attacks as well. Uh, a lot of people were expecting to be playing the next Zelda game this holiday yeah. season. Yeah. It is officially delayed but, to... 2017. The, we don't have to be disappointed though, because we, all four of us, will get to play it in just a month at E3. It's going to be at E3. And I'm sorry, it's not like that for everybody else, but I'm sure it'll be at PAX and stuff like that eventually, because they want people to play this game, and their entire booth at E3 is going to be Zelda themed. Yeah, it's which be, for me is very exciting. Playable E3 yeah. alongside I'll other big like. upcoming Nintendo games, such as. Uh, okay, well, there's two iOS games that were announced that are awesome no, we're, from Nintendo. We're getting, we're getting ahead of ourselves okay. here. Zelda Wii U is also coming to NX. Yeah. Delayed to next year along with the NX. They're, Not really delayed. They're pulling confirmed. a Twilight Princess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, still no official title for the game. It will be Nintendo's only playable game on the E3 show floor this year. That's such a big deal. That's such a statement to make. <laughs> I mean, E3 booths are uh, so expensive and elaborate to produce, and it's just such a big deal that normally it's like, here's everything going on with our company, and that's what makes it worthwhile. And so for Nintendo yeah. to make a statement that, and granted, they did this partially just because they don't have a lot of other mm -hmm. games coming out, yeah. but still, they're making a statement that they really, truly, in their heart of hearts believe in this Zelda, which gets me super jazzed for it. Yeah, More than, is, I mean, I was already jazzed, but yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, this is part spin, part brilliance, I think. I mean, the, the spin is, oh, well, well, this is what we got to show. Spillions. Uh, Spillions, yeah. So this is what we got to show, so hey! But the other end of it is, go by going all into it, they're hopefully going to make the story Zelda. If I walked up to that booth, and there's Hyrule Forest in front of me, I go inside, there's a little stairwell, I'm in a dungeon and then I get to play Zelda. You're yeah, probably not going to go down. Are, are you saying that that's the booth is going to be a little forest and then a dungeon? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If I can walk okay. through there, it's going to be something I, like. I hope they're, so. They're going to Disneyland us here. Yeah. That, that's what the, I mean. That's what E3 booths do for people who haven't been to E3. They make big Disneyland-like experiences. Like you walk through the uh, the underground fortress on on Hoth. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you're going through the passage, and then all of a sudden Admiral, Admiral Akbar comes on the screen, just screams at you, and <laughs> ah. then you walk up to a computer and play Battlefront. Yeah, yeah. that's how it works. 
works. It's, it's great. But Nintendo's booth at E3 is enormous. Yeah. yeah. Like they have so much but real they, estate. They've dedicated it mostly to things like Smash Brothers before. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like a Smash Brothers contest, everything Smash Brothers. But and, there would always be a few of their games. And they will have, to be fair, they said this is their only playable game. So I'm and, positive yeah. that they're going to have a section with like, you know, some demos looping of other games and, and stuff and the, then another big section. Their wording is on the show floor. So it could be they could have something behind closed doors that's also playable. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure we'll get to see that. Now, and, and just for E3, too, like, they could show off Pokemon Go at E3 and have that as yep. their playable game, but they're not even doing that, mm -hmm. which is crazy, because that game is going to be out at some point, we hopefully soon, and yeah. that game looks amazing. It's like an open-world game where you're, uh, it's an actual world game where you just point your you know phone at things and it augments the reality of it, adds Pokemon into it. Like, why, why not dedicate your half your booth to yeah. that? Before, I'm a little confused by that, because yeah. that seems like another huge upcoming Nintendo game. You Before know? we got this new piece of art today, I'd kind of forgotten how much I had this deep yearning for Zelda to be great again. Mm -hmm. I mean, Skyward Sword was kind of, it's just like I was over the motion trolls by the time that came out. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Twilight Princess is an incredible dungeons, but as an overall <laughs> game package, it's kind of like, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, Zelda just used to be this, like, that was the game. That yeah. was the thing that would come out every four years, and it was this incredible experience, and it kind of got away from that. So I really hope in my heart of hearts that Nintendo is bringing that magic back. But now that it's not coming out this fall, what does Nintendo have coming out this fall? I mean, What's they're, Nintendo they're, like? They're, they're, are they really? They're they really just going to be like, we don't have a big holiday game. No, I, I they have that Persona Fire Emblem crossover. And, they, and again, we, they're doing what Nintendo does when they're getting ready to say Boy and Voyage to a console. They just stop making things for it. You think about when they looked at the Virtual Boy and said, "Well, this turd is never going to fly." They just stopped supporting it immediately. And, well, uh, Master's Funky Bowling then stopped supporting yeah, it. Yeah, there's not a lot for it. Uh, actually, when, So are you predicting a Waterworld game this year? Uh, I, I really... I can keep on making Virtual Boy jokes. As long as Jared keeps getting them. If Nintendo <laughs> makes... I'm fine with that. If Nintendo <laughs> made a first-party Waterworld game, I would buy 10 NXs to play it. Like that... <laughs> Please make that. There's an actual Waterworld game for Virtual Boy. Yeah, we should play it for uh, the Game Scoops uh, Plays channel. We yeah. absolutely should. I don't know how we do that, but we could tell people what it looks like. It's VR. I would love to watch yes. that video. This reminds me of a new segment I want to pilot on Game Scoop, where I don't. I need a title for it, but in the segment, I ask you if there's ever been a pinball machine made of this. Yes. So yeah. it'd be like Batman. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. There has been a Batman. There's been two. Yeah. Two Batman. Yeah, Ooh. there's a. Uh, there's two Mario oh, sorry, three. Too. There's a Batman from the era of the good movies, mm. like the original good movies in the 80s, right? And then there's one for Batman Returns, which is actually really interesting because mm -hmm. it has these big green habit trails and it's like this deep, like the play field has all this crap in it. It's really neat from the Sega era of games. And then there's the Dark Knight game that Stern made in like t 2007 or mm -hmm. 2006. It's kind of that, uh, that has all clip art and looks like crap. Yeah, I just, I just played that about two <laughs> weeks ago fun. and I, I, I wasn't. Did you play the Metro? No, I played it in uh, in Santa Cruz. Um, it's upstairs in Santa Cruz now. None of those. Oh, actually, upstairs is okay at Santa yeah. Cruz. ACDC. Yes. Oh, there yeah. has been one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, this is the game. Because yeah. I feel like there's a pinball machine about pretty much anything. But yes. five years ago, they made a great ACDC pinball machine. But here's the thing: is that some of them don't have good features uh, because they made a limited edition version, a premium version that has a little sunken play field that's like a demon yeah, face. That's great. And so your ball goes into a hole and then comes down. And there's these little flippers, and you flip them around. But if you have, you could have a version of that table that's still thousands of dollars that just doesn't have that. Yeah, yeah. it's they still made, yeah. Isn't that crazy? There's two Elvira tables that are both great. Yeah, scared but I asked, and party monsters. They're both in my garage right now. Last, the, the inspiration for this is last time you guys asked Sam if there was a Tetris pinball machine. He said no. Mm, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so I was a, surprised. That'd be the weirdest theme. That sounds amazing. Right? 
Yeah. I'm surprised wow. there hasn't been a Tetris pinball You're not surprised, machine. right? I am. Surprised? Because there's a te- pinball machine for everything. It's the A-Team. There's, there's not even Has a Zelda been, one. No, there been an but there's one? a uh, uh, Million Dollar Man, is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, the Six Million, million, million Dollar Man one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Did they finish that Lebowski one yet? Is that done? That's uh, out this See? year. Okay. Because it's been kind of a boondoggle. Okay, I wonder. Ooh, well, I love that I, word. Before we move on uh, from the next Zelda, does this make, so since this is coming to both Wii U and NX, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, the Wii U will be the first Nintendo console to not get its own Zelda game that it doesn't share with another console. Hmm. Ooh, is that right? Uh, I haven't thought hard about that. Let's see. Does that include handhelds? So we got Skyward Sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got Skyward wait, Sword. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, Wii and GameCube both got Twilight Princess. That's what I'm saying. But but game, it went to both consoles. But GameCube got so Twilight Princess did not belong to the Wii. An exclusive game, like one that was produced the, only for it. Every other Nintendo console has, a, has got its own Zelda game that only came to that console. Yeah, all the home consoles. Mm-hmm. So the Wii there was, was the first to know. There was no GBA that. exclusive Zelda, but there was oh. on Game Boy. What about Oracle Cap? Seasons oh, and Oracle? Cap. No, oh, you Oracle said GBA. Was Color. GBC, pardon me. I said GBA. Yeah, you're, you're saying the Wii U didn't get one. Yeah. Yeah. The Wii U was the first Nintendo console to not get its own Zelda game. Wow, that's really womp, weird. Womp. Yeah. Well, it got NES Remix, though. Yeah. yeah. It does oh, that. Got a lot of great games. Uh, yeah, so it's also it part got of the several. It got a dozen great games. Yeah, uh, yeah I, mean, I think it got a wonderful one. one. And another dozen pretty good games. I would Our be, top 45 list is not bad for that. Yeah, that's great. Uh, not good news for Nintendo overall this week. The, mm-hmm. Nintendo's profits are down 61% yeah. year over year. They do have some ludicrous amount of cash in the bank. So it's like mm-hmm. Nintendo's in trouble in the sense that they need to turn around their business and figure out their identity, but they're not in trouble in like the sense of like they're about to run out of money. Yeah, they're right. not going away. They banked so much cash from the Wii yeah. era that they have a long runway to kind of figure Even out before what they're Wii era. Yeah, I got Even a, when GameCube was struggling, they had ten billion in the bank. Yeah, I, I got a, a lot of tweets this week from people saying, Hey, does this look like the Sega situation to you when they no, were about no. to go in? No, Sega was in the doghouse at that point. They'd shattered every relationship they ever had with a retailer, they'd undermined their fan base's trust in them, and they had absolutely no money and tons of debt. Nintendo is not in that situation. And all their games are terrible. <laughs> that one, no, but the Dreamcast <laughs> era, their games were really good. They had, had Seaman. I didn't play any Dreamcast games. Oh, I love Seaman. I know. I, I knew without ever having spoken to you about it that you loved Seaman. How did you know? <laughs> I just did. Uh, you guys are so careful in pronouncing that. I love it. Seaman, you have to be careful about yeah, your Seaman. It's great. It's great. Yeah. I actually never played that game. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not too surprising that profits are down. The 3DS is doing pretty well, but there are hardly any games coming out for the Wii U. Nobody's buying a Wii mm-hmm. U. But they have a mobile strategy, which is really exciting. One yeah. second, we're going to get there. No, <laughs> during their investor meeting this week, no new Wii, Wii U games were announced. Or yeah. as mentioned, as, hey, but I know things are bad, but this game is coming, it'll lift sales. No, yeah. there's no. just nothing on the horizon they, that's going to lift them up. We got Kirby Pinball 2. Yeah. The, a company, Kirby's Dream Course too. Excuse uh, me. Other than like when Hardee's came out the one time and said, "Hey, all our hamburgers are bad. We'll, we're sorry." Companies very rarely come out and just say, "Whoops, this product is dead," or "Whoops, we screwed up." Nintendo is saying as close to that as any company ever does. They're just saying, "You know what? We're moving on." That's yeah. the messaging here. And they've done it before. Yeah. As you I, keep on saying with the Virtual Boy. Exactly. And I'm okay like, with that. I, I can't even like express like how much that was hyped and how excited I was for the Virtual Boy at the time. Like that was a big deal. Yeah. And, and they crushed that in like three months. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, 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 six months from launch, it was pretty much dead. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so the NX is not going to be at E3. I was actually really prepared for Nintendo yeah. to unveil its next console at E3. It's a weird mm-hmm. move. So now that we know it won't be at E3, it's coming 2017, when will they unveil it? They yeah, announced I mean, they're going to unveil it after E3. 
Yeah, like, we, we love thinking of Space World and stuff like that happening again, which is their dedicated conference. But uh, it used to happen in September in mm -hmm. Japan around the same time as TGS. Mm -hmm. But honestly, they they have a way to to get the word out now that they control really carefully, and that's Nintendo Direct. So you don't have to go on stage and mess around with the controller that might break, and they just prefer those now. Yeah, it's just weird. I, th I think it's a weird move, frankly. Yeah. So, e e well, guess, I, to finish my thought, yeah, what, what, whether that direct, because they just do direct at E3, right? Whether that yeah. direct is at E3 or like three months later when they have an even cooler thing to show, mm -hmm. that's like totally the same thing for them. Sure. You know? But like, I don't but know, why wait? Consoles are usually like, yeah. announced, I guess not to compete, I don't know. Consoles are usually announced on stage, like in front of an audience, mm -hmm. and it's like yeah. they make a big deal of it. Now it's just going to be. Maybe it gives them They an did that with Wii U. Maybe it gives them an opportunity to wait and see really about the PlayStation Neo and the Xbox 1.5, and maybe it gives them a chance to make any kind of last-minute adjustments mm. to those yeah. announcements. Or maybe they're concerned about getting one up. That makes the power sense. Maybe or maybe them a lot. Or yeah. it could have something to do with the fact that probably all their development teams a long time ago shifted over to working toward NX. Oh yeah, that's and I included that in my op-ed yesterday. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, read that. That's really yeah. good. Like, uh, but like uh, you're talking about like retro and yeah, like if you look at and I'm, I'm actually not an also expert on this myself, but if you look at Nintendo's internal teams, the, you can tell like this team makes these games, this team makes these games, and a lot of them have been dark and quiet for like two or three years. Yeah, it's like we don't know. Like Retro is the obvious one because they're you know English speaking, and we can sort of keep up with them easier. But like even Nintendo's internal team, it's like the Mario Galaxy team has not made a game since Treasure Tracker. It's mm -hmm. like what are they working on? Yeah, <laughs> something like so. They're, and if they're working on things, maybe they're waiting for the right thing to be ready to show. Maybe they want to not just show hardware, but to be able to say, and by the way. Thing you must have. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Nintendo must be. I mean, I fingers crossed that they're just planning to blow the doors off it. Like, here's the console. Here's everything about it. Here's 20 awesome games for yeah. it. Like, yeah. and then just they go. depend on their first-party software. Like, the, oh, there's yeah. kind of a myth that's always been around about how important third parties are to them. But like, they make their money off their first-party software, and the, you know they're okay with their they making a little bit of money off their consoles too. But like, their game is to make software. Yeah. So they and also make the the. The, the consoles by which to play that. Stuff. Exactly, that's a really good point. And I, all they have to do is come out and show me five really good looking iterations on beloved Nintendo franchises or neat new ideas, and I'm probably hooked. They, they've got me for at least one generation that way. March 2017 as a release date for the NX. Uh, it's, it's weird timing. It's right in the middle of the PS4 and Xbox One. It's not even a year away. It should be right before. Can you believe that? I know. Less than a year. The end of Nintendo's fiscal year, because they ju just announced those numbers now. Right? But it's just, it's interesting. Interesting that even though every single game company claims like Sony's like we're doing our own thing, we're not you know following Microsoft's lead. Microsoft says the same, Nintendo says the same. Like they still roughly have followed. Like every console generation has started and ended at roughly the same time, with mm -hmm. the exception of the Dreamcast and a few strange outliers. Yeah. And now Nintendo's like off cycle. Like I don't know what to make of that. Like <laughs> for a year or two, they'll probably have the most powerful console. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe not thanks to the Neo and and Xbox 1.5, but. Like, but then they're just going to get leapfrogged again. It's just strange. It's a strange, strange times. Second generation Xbox One. Is that how they were referring to it earlier this week in that leak? All right. Well, one of our listeners slash viewers, Jaxel, has an insane theory about Ooh. the Nintendo mm -hmm. NX. You guys ready for this? Yep. Yeah. Jock jams. Jaxel says, as I was reading up on the news that Zelda was to be released on the NX platform in March 2017, that NX was not to be unveiled at E3, but rather later this year, mm -hmm. it hit me. If it turns out to be true, people could have heard it from you first, and you heard it from me first. Oh. Considering the reports that the NX will have specs noticeably better than PS4, more in the line of PlayStation Neo, and considering the uncertainty displayed by Sony execs about whether there will actually be a PlayStation 5, 
Could it be that PlayStation Neo actually stands for PlayStation Nintendo? <laughs> I would die of glee just he has, to watch the internet for three months. Jaxel says, consider the following points. Mm. Well, they already teamed up for a console before. It just lay, didn't lay, quite lay it all out for us, yeah. Jaxel. Reports claim Nintendo will be developing games compatible with other devices, including PlayStation 4. Nintendo claims it will have to move away from the Wii and Wii U to keep its customer base. Rumors say at least four existing Wii U games will be ported to the NX, including Smash Brothers, but that player data will, will have to be safely transferred. Reports say that PlayStation Neo will not have any content that is not available on PlayStation 4. Reports also say that Nintendo's handheld device will be released separately from the main hardware. Could it be that the PS4 will get a standalone, updated gamepad for Wii U ports? Reports say that Nintendo hardware will be released in two steps, one in 2016, one in 2017, while PlayStation VR will be released in 2016. Maybe the Neo and NX comes in 2017. A Nintendo patent describes a system in which a primary game console connects to a supplemental device to increase the speed or quality of a user's gaming experience, like a cluster. Could that be the patent that makes PlayStation Neo possible? Reports say Nintendo has started implementing strategies making it possible to push out more first-party titles than before, easy if Sony helps with the hardware manufacturing, and third-party developers claim they will develop for the NX like Final Fantasy VII Remake. Nintendo says the NX will be unveiled later this year, maybe by Sony. Is, this is his, this I love is his it. support yeah, for his I, I really like this. This is like that movie Conspiracy Theory. Where it says it's like they're marketing for the same product, but nobody sees it because it seems unlikely. <laughs> but it all comes together perfectly. Oh, Jaxel, I love your theory. No. <laughs> no, it's not plausible or realistic at all. Like, I don't even, I, I kind of don't even know where to start. I don't want us to take the time to go point by point, except that a lot of them have nothing to do with, you know, like he talks about Sony doing the manufacturing and that, and that not distracting Nintendo from making games, but they're totally unrelated. Like, they don't have anything to do with each other. The biggest reason this is not plausible, um, not the biggest reason, but the reason why, you know, it's, it's, it's not doable is that uh, they, you wouldn't be able to keep it a secret. There's too many moving parts between too many big companies. I, I think it would be beautiful just so I could lurk in the corners of Gaff for months and months. Oh my goodness uh, I mean, just, it's nothing. It, I'd get more entertainment, I think, out of reading Reddit than I might get out of all the great new games that would come out of this. But, but uh, I think it's extremely unlikely, uh, for the same reason Justin does, it's, it's almost impossible to conceal a secret of that magnitude. Nintendo, you know, remember back when we thought Metroid Other M was a cool idea? And they somehow managed to hide that from just about everybody for a while, that they had secretly developed a Teen Ninja Metroid game and it was going to be awesome. And we're like, whoa! You know, that's two relatively God. small groups of people. Now, this would require manufacturers and third parties, and it's something would leave. Everyone. Thousands yeah. and Check thousands this out. of people. The Nintendo PlayStation uh, happened. Yep, well, it, it did. There's a prototype of it. It, it was going to exist uh, until it became the Sony PlayStation. And the story behind that is one in which those companies came out of it hating each other forever. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. yeah, but most of those people. Seriously, true. they do not like each other. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know that uh, I agree. Like, that was, I don't even think any of those people work ago. there anymore. I do think okay, they still hate each other. Yamauchi might rise from the dead yeah. and strangle <laughs> someone. Yeah, <laughs> with, with a katana. <laughs> Well, Jaxel says, I can see the graphics from the big unveil in front of me. PlayStation oh. Neo scrambles to Neo PlayStation, and then letters start popping up creating Nintendo PlayStation. He says, you heard it from me first. Mm. Oh, that's... So, get the tinfoil. I you love heard it here first, Tim. I love it. There's actually another crazy fan theory this week. One, this one comes from... One Wookiee Roar out of five, that that's a real thing. <laughs> All right. We need, to do, we need to start doing a recurring segment on crazy fan theories. I'm, I'm, this I'm is, this is good stuff. You this know what? From, I don't think I need to talk one. about that anymore today or ever again. 
What are you talking about? <laughs> Crazy fan theory. Oh, you don't want to talk about it? <laughs> oh, this, this was great. That was yeah. a joke uh, just let's for stop Jared Petty. <laughs> Uh, DJ Fry has another crazy fan theory about the NX. He says, yes. I'm a big fan of the show. I would wish to hear your take on this theory. Nintendo announces a 3DS replacement at this year's E3. This new handheld uses extremely similar architecture to the Wii U. Developers have been secretly working on titles for this new device using Wii U development kits. Nintendo announces a bunch of third-party support for this new handheld and the Wii U as games will be released on both systems. Nintendo, Nintendo announces a release date for this new handheld and a price drop for the Wii U. Both systems use a cross-buy, cross-play, cross-save feature. These two systems will be part of a three-pillar strategy alongside a powerful home oh, console. The they will pillars. share one Nintendo network ID. This is what the NX right. is. We need to turn off the lights, DJ put a Fry. spotlight on you and just have you smoke through the same I, mean, I think DJ Fry, I think he's right about there being some sort of handheld uh, console connection between the NX. There's something there. I think there will be, I, like, I don't know. I think the NX will be a handheld if you want it to be, or it'll be a home console if you want it to be, and I do think it'll be cross-buy. I th think it'll be the equivalent of, like, if you have a Vita and you have a PS4, you buy the game once and you can play on either platform. Yeah. I, I think mm -hmm. there's a good chance that that's what the NX is. And then, then the portion you take on the go will look like your iPhone. Like, it'll be a big Hey, you slab. guys remember Amiibo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, those. Those are great. Those? Aren't they still out there? Oh, I don't funny. know. They, they sold a bunch of them, according to the yeah. last earnings report. And the <laughs> NX is also, the NX, I guarantee you that the reason the, I don't guarantee you, my guess is that the reason the NX was delayed was to more deeply integrate Amiibo after yeah. that took over the world. Yeah. Yeah, and, and software. Again, I really do think they're trying to, trying to gear up for it. Well, listeners and viewers, I think there is a new segment here. If you have any more crazy fan theories, email them to us at gamescoop at IGN.com. We'd love to share them here on the show. Yeah, super, that was great. Love both of us. Yeah, that was, a that was a lot of fun. Now, like you mentioned earlier, Sam, uh, Nintendo does have, they did announce their, two, their first two real mobile games. I don't know what you're talking about. Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem. They oh, did? Pokemon, yeah. Pokemon Go. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, it, well, it's Pokemon Company. For right? some There's reason, they they really true. back off of uh, promoting their own amazing series, which is Pokemon. Uh, well, yeah, it's Pokemon Company. Damon's right, dude. Animal Crossing is such a good idea. Yeah, that that needs to happen. So both these games are supposed to come in the fall. I mean, Fire Emblem makes sense too. Uh, yeah. And I know a lot of people in the office are like, I would love to have Advance Wars. Uh, I think Fire Emblem is a lot more popular than Advance Wars right now. Uh, yeah, I think it hurts it's a, my heart. At the moment, that's true. Because they stopped making Advance Wars. Of course, mm -hmm. it's more so, popular. Although, if Advance Wars making a comeback on mobile would be, it's just about perfect. But the fact that I could sit on a bus and play my 150 hour Fire Emblem campaign mm. in tiny little chunks. I don't think that's the game. Uh, they did say it will be a more yeah. accessible version yeah. of Fire Emblem, but still have the RPG elements that fans expect from that. Yeah. That's yeah. good. What they, but what they said about Animal Crossing is more worrisome, which is that it, it's more of a tie-in game. Oh, that's not exactly that's not they phrased it. They yeah, said it's it's, it will be connected to versions of the game on dedicated it will game systems. It will talk to the versions on dedicated game consoles, and if you play both, they will enrich each other. And which I also that, almost announces a new Animal Crossing game. Yes, yeah. but right? on console. The, I yeah. mean, the precedent here is like really well set. Like, they, they have the, the Game Boy that, uh, yeah. adapter, the SP exactly. that hooked up to your system. You have the card scanner. You have yeah. the, uh, you know, they great. always do stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's so smart, and I, uh, man, Animal but, Crossing. But I think that could be lame. Like, I didn't like Happy Home Design. There's just nothing to it. Well, I mean, yeah, it needs to be a real Animal Crossing game. It's like, it, 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 it depends on how, like, if they charge you a dollar every time you want to do something that everybody's going to want to do, then it sucks. But, like, if they release just new, like, hey, here's new outfits and buy them. If, if it's a full game that you can play and have in your pocket, visit friends' towns and just play on the train every day, then that's dope as hell. But uh, well, I think like a, if they gimp uh, it in some way. Oh, what's man. the uh, Fallout spinoff called? Vault? Fallout. Oh, oh yeah, Fallout Shelter. Fallout Shelter. Yeah. Fallout Shelter. 
that type of Animal Crossing. Like that's not nearly as complicated as Animal Crossing, right. but it's about management of resources and a town. I th I would just like make that a real Animal Crossing. Crossing. Well, but they said they're not going to do that. They didn't <laughs> say they're not going to do that. I'm pretty sure that the, the, the precedent is that they tie in stuff to their. And also, they said their whole mobile strategy is to give you a taste of their games on mobile, so you yeah. buy the console version. Yeah, but that's that the is wrong, their that's overall. That's the wrong thing to do. I'm sorry if that's just what they chose. <laughs> Can I go back to the hundred? But I do think Pokemon Go is not. The, I think Pokemon Go will be the real deal. I think yeah. there'll be a lot yeah. to that one. Uh, those both these games do make a lot of sense on mobile, but it's interesting that they wouldn't choose to go with something with Mario, just because that's their. I mean, I think WarioWare. I mean, like a lot of Nintendo stuff. WarioWare makes so much sense from from yeah, mobile. That'd yeah, that'd be so cool. Think, uh, yeah. Animal Crossing, yeah. Pikmin. Plus, Mario WarioWare is all about making money off of the micro games. You know, so they could do like a, a really fourth wall breaking thing where you have to yeah. buy each micro game. And no, then Mario I, mean, I think it's like it's Halloween. Pays pay nine nine cents, and uh, your games will be rethemed, rethemed <laughs> in a spooky way. Like it's great. We did with a Ashley. feature a while ago on, on franchises we thought would work on this. Yeah, uh, if we I did. remember right. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I don't remember what they all were anymore. Well, we two of them were Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, those are coming this fall, so it's a little ways off still. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. Hey, like Big Tony style. What's up? I hope. I always hope. Yodaman77. Whoa! You know Yodaman. Mm, Yodaman, so. yes! <laughs> this is Yodaman77. Oh. Says, long-time listener, first-time writer. I'm a massive Batman fan. Oh. But when I heard the idea of a remastered version of the first Arkham games, I was conflicted. Oh. On the one hand, I would love to play remastered versions of old games. On the other, uh, I look forward to the current. I look at the current state of gaming, and I see a vast amount of companies feel comfortable just making remakes, remasters, and redoing old titles. Mm. What is the rationale by remastering all these games? By remaking games, are we losing out on companies making new games? By the way, guys, your show is just fantastic. Aww. Keep up the good work. It's Thanks. just fantastic. It's not super fantastic. It's just fantastic. I'll take I think it. it means your game is simply fantastic. <laughs> so. Uh, He's wondering why there's so many remasters. But are, my question, my question to you, Daman77. Yo, Daman. Are there really that many remasters these days? Wait, do you think his name is Yo Daman77? Or is it Yoda Man? I thought it was like the little Muppet. It's yeah. like Yoda Man, but with Yoda. Yeah. Oh, I misunderstood. Oh, okay. So yeah, I didn't read it that That's how way. I read it. Mm. It's a double entendre? Mm-hmm. Ah, mm -hmm. there we are. A clean one. Yeah. Mm. Check this out. How many games do you think have been released this year? Uh, like we're talking major titles, not counting mobile. Yeah, even that. Well, not even major titles. Just like on Steam. So I don't, oh, I don't have a number, but I think it's, it's at least hundreds. Yeah, yeah. If not thousands. Yeah, you can't Steam like in the hundreds. Ten thousand. Not even counting mobile games. Two hundred. Count mobile games. Oh, this like, year though. Count mobile we're not games. Not through a full year. It's like eight billion. So yeah. out of those hundreds, maybe thousands of games, I did, I did do some counting. There have been four games released this year with remastered in the title. Gravity Rush, Shadow Complex, Daily Tentacle, and Valkyria Chronicles, which will be out in a month. Those are all great. There are two games with HD in the title. Yeah. Resident Evil Zero, Tales of Symphonia. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, three. And uh, Twilight Princess yeah, HD. Those are really great, too. Two with definitive edition in the title, Hitman <laughs> Go and Dead Island. Hmm. Then there's one other game, which Hit Witch and the Hundred Night Revival Edition. Whatever. Hmm. Now, so that's nine games. Yeah. Okay. Nine remasters, the bulk of which are not big AAA games. Mm -hmm. Uh, IGN has reviewed 65 games this year, so even, of course, there are hundreds more than that have been released, but even of the 65 games, those nine remasters uh, make 14% of mm -hmm. just, my point being, I don't think there's as many remasters being released as people. And there, there have always been remasters. Yeah. 
all the Zelda games would come on a disc. Yeah. Mario uh, all came on the All Stars. Yeah. Like everything got ported to PC. It looked better for every all the time. Yeah, that was like that's always been the practice. Is like something would come out on console and then they'd put it on PC and it look a little bit better oh. like the next year. Man, that's I was always, so excited think, about Ur Zelda when it came out. Like that was that was just fantastic. Yeah, that was great. I think the amount. Don't you have the of, disc? Yeah, yeah. I still think the amount of new games coming out dwarfs the amount of remasters being. But made. you you can see why it's done. It's because you already have a game made, yeah. and you can put it on another system and sell it to people who haven't played that game, or people that really like that game and will repurchase it again. I mean, it's, I mean, it's very little it, effort, very big return. A big problem with the games industry is that game developers uh, and publishers really only make their money once. Like mm -hmm. the movie industry, you really figured out that people go see it in theaters. And then uh, you know they can rent it for a few months, and then they can buy it after they can rent it. And then they can and buy then, the director's cut. Well, yeah, and then and the, the Criterion edition. I mean, there's all that kind of stuff. But and then the remake. Even, even yeah. years later, you know, they'll sell the rights to FX to yeah. air the movie on television. Yeah. You know, for another, they just continue like long after anyone gives a crap about that movie, they still make a little money off it. And games kind of have missed that. And mm -hmm. remasters are a way to sort of get back into the sense of. Uh, uh, you can play this game now, or uh, we'll get a second little wave of revenue for, like Sam said, minimal effort by uh, people that either missed it or want to play it again. Also moving out of the uh, business context of it uh, for a second, lovingly crafted remasters are also sometimes the best way or even the only way to play games of a certain age. Uh, yeah. they're, they're Data Tentacle is a good example. Yeah, exactly. It is really hard. I, I mean, ScumVM is great, but it's still kind of hard. That's to get the engine game. on which that yeah. game is. Grim Fandango so, was yeah. that way too. You mm. couldn't buy it and play it on Steam or anything like that. Right. Now suddenly these games can be played again because of very well done, you know, high production value mm. remasters. And big fan of that. Uh, yeah, I, I like too. the things that keep games playable. Do you, what do you think about his fear that games, game companies are spending time and resources making remasters instead of making new games? I think that that's a broader issue that, he, that has some legitimacy that is also reflected in the annualization of certain game products. You know, when we're just getting the same game redone in a different style, how is that all that different from a remake or yeah. a remaster? And who are we determine what artists make? I mean, they yeah. can make a remake so, if they want to make it. Yeah, but we also, again, I want to go back to, it used to be like a game would make all the money it could ever make in the first, you know, two years yeah. it was out or whatever. And now that's not the case. Now they know that they can get a second hit or a third hit or a fourth hit of money from a game. So in that sense, it makes it easier. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, we'll release this game now that maybe would have been a no, but it turns into a yes when we know, hey, well, in another yeah. year we can sell a definitive edition, and next gen we can sell it to people a third time. So if you really want to think about it in a business sense, too, that in a good light, it's that you, a, a side quest of a big team is to make a remaster between their other big games, and they make some money off it. They can invest that money into a new game. It's not like they, you know, it, it, it's such a, it, it's just a really good thing for them to it, have as a side quest project. Yeah. It strikes that great balance between, like, I'm thinking about picking up the Batman remaster, even oh, though I, I played the games I the first play time. I want to Asylum again, for sure. But it's like, that's the thing. Like, I already played those games, they're going to get me a second time, but then they'll also get people that skipped or missed the games mm -hmm. the first time. So it's like, it's kind of a win win in that sense. Having presented all these rational arguments, which I think all of which are legitimate. I do still wish the games industry were less conservative than it is. It's, well, uh, I agree with you. I used to push that too. I, I, I think that everything we said here has merit, and that remasters are wonderful. And I wish there was more room for new things. But I, I think there's a lot of new stuff. Like if you look at what's like on Steam, like yeah. you have awesome new games coming to Steam every week. I think it's the few really big publishers, your Activisions, your EAs, uh, that are a little hesitant. U Ubisoft a little hesitant to try new things, but yeah. they're you know. The games that they release represent a very small fraction of the game, the entire library that's released.
But then Ubisoft says, let's make it, let's make three 2D Assassin's Creed games, and then nobody likes them, and nobody cares. And then well, they're like, well, what? I mean, they weren't, also, that weren't great, right? I know, but it's like, well, then they must be thinking, what do we do that for? Let's <laughs> right. just make more remasters and sequels They could have just bought a big sign that pointed and said, go play Mark of the Ninja. You know, that would have been okay. Mark of the Ninja. So oh, I always wanted to play that. I that, forgot to play oh, it. That should, game's really they good. They should make a remaster of it so that Sam could <laughs> download it. They should it's let, probably available. They play. should let Clay make it. It might be backwards compatible on Xbox One. I don't know if it's on that. I don't think it is, actually. It's not really? ported Xbox One. Yeah. Clay, so, get um, with it. Yeah, Clay. let's let Clay make a Batman game. Uh, okay. Yeah, that, that could be great. We did it. Or a Mark of the Ninja 2. Oh, that'd be, that'd be better. Yeah, let's just see it. Sam, has there ever been a Rambo pinball game? Uh, no, but there's a great game called Raven, which I, I think I talked to you about. It's a lady Rambo. Whoa. And she's dressed just like Rambo and has the bandana and everything. She's like this on the, and the it's back a glass. Machine? Yeah. And then uh, it has really good, like, uh, new wave music that's just blasting while it plays. And then it's like a total knockoff of Rambo. There's these little targets that pop up that are snipers. And they have, like, uh, they're like, I don't know. It's all from Rambo. So they're, like, dressed mm -hmm. in, like, farmer gear from yeah. some country. and. Southeast Asia East, or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and they like pop up and they have like a little gun and you shoot them down. It's really funny. <laughs> I would sing the song for you, but I don't want it right now. <laughs> All right, it's time to play video game comedy questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Robert Wilcox. What's up, Robbie? Uh, he's got a really good one. Does your character wear a hat? Uh, it is not known. Uh, I don't think it is clear whether or not your character wears a hat. Oh my. Uh, was this game released after January 1st, 2000? Yes. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Sam just walks off the set. Uh, is, this a, uh, is this a game of the generation of the uh, Wii PS2? Um, or sorry, is that right? Wii PS3, X Xbox 360? Yes. Okay. okay. Well, we're set now. Do you play as a human? Yes. Uh, but what about the hat, Damon? He, what, did, what he doesn't know where the where is a hat or not. How do you know it's a human? Because it's probably first. Is person. that the signal that you, the universal <laughs> signal of humanity if they wear a hat? It's just a first-person game. Uh, <laughs> uh, not not in the sense that you would not in the normal first-person sense. So maybe it's like a god game like type of perspective. Be, yeah, but then you're not a human. That's true. You're not a. Oh wow. But no, but that's not, but I mean, yeah. It's I, possible it could be seen from your perspective, but that's not clear whether or not that's li yeah, like literally. Yeah, like a card game. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you're on the right track. Oh, okay. There we go. Like a card game. Nice. Or a strategy game. Yeah, like. I bet it's Hearthstone. No, it's from the PlayStation 2 generation. <laughs> Is that what it's called? No, you said PS3, Xbox. PS3 generation, sorry. Um, Justin, you're next. Yeah. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Are you gazing down upon a, uh, uh, upon a, Table. Table? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not a terrible question. That eliminates it, all kinds of board games yeah. and card games. Is it a strategy game? Yes. <laughs> can, can we avoid the table and skip to <laughs> is it a strategy game? <laughs> that was a dumb question. So. No, no, it's fine, because it covers card games and a couple yeah. other things. Uh, is, this, is this game exclusive to the Xbox 360? No. So it's not Halo Wars. Okay. Ah, I loved Halo Wars. It's um, a new one coming out. Yeah. Are you gazing down upon a landscape? Well, it's a strategy game. No, not always. Yes. No, there's strategy games where you don't do that, though. What, what other strategy <laughs> game are you not looking at a landscape? Well, let's say you're in space. Yeah. Like uh, Skin Civil Solar Empire or something like that. <laughs> Classic Xbox 360 game. <laughs> well, we didn't confirm it was an Xbox 360 game, though. So, so Dame just gave that one away. No, it's oh, not. Yes, you said it wasn't. It's there. not a 360. I said it wasn't exclusive to 360. It wasn't exclusive to 360. Was this on the 360? 
You're using that question? You've already determined it's that generation, so are you using that question? No. Ask if it's, if it's probably PC. That's what I would like to know. Okay, fine. Is it a PC game? Is it, it exclu PC exclusive? No. Crap. That's 10. Nah. Ah. Could be Sivrap. It's a strategy game Sivrap. from the yeah, Xbox 360, PS3 generation. On console. Where you kind of, it's kind of, might be Is first this, person. Okay, okay, okay. Does this game take place on Earth? Yes. Civ, civ, some Civ. Could be Civ Rev, yeah. Or um, Civilization. Or SimCity. Um, or SimCity. Is, okay, is this game available on any handhelds? Yes. Sims? Does it have, does it have uh, Sid Meier in front of, in the title? No. Did Will Wright create Wait, no. So, <laughs> but wait. It, wait, wait. <laughs> I was so sure it was Civ Rev that now I need to rewind and figure out. So wait, it's a, it's a strategy game where you gaze down upon a landscape that does appear on handhelds yeah. that's not Sid Meier something. Yeah, there's still a lot of those. I mean, a huge number of those, actually. But not on handhelds. Well, especially uh, I mean, in, I mean, it could be a Fire Emblem game on, on Wii. Yeah, it could be, it could be Fire Emblem. It yeah, could, but it's on handhelds. There's Fire Emblem games on handhelds. I know, but just not on Wii. Um, there's there's a Fire Emblem game on. Uh, no, but I'm saying this game is on handhelds. I don't know. Sims. Maybe. It could be a Sims game. It could be a Sims game. It could be like. Wait, did you? Did you like we asked. Th so this game is of that generation, but it's the exact same game that we're trying to guess is on handhelds. Also, a version of it. A version of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. They had to make it. They had to tailor it for a handheld. Is it Sims Pets? <laughs> it couldn't uh, be ported directly. Oh my gosh, this is hurting my brain. Ooh. Version of this, um, we probably maybe manufacturer. We could ask about Firaxis. We could ask about. Um, but we know all of Firaxis. Is this does this game have sequels? No. Oh, there. See that? That shuts down dramatically. That's a good question. Yeah, that was a great question. It is a really great question. Is Jeez. it manufacturer? Uh, is it? Uh, oh, a trap. Is it based on a license? Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Wait, that's really good. Pump yeah. So it could be like a Star Wars 15. game. Fifteen. Or yeah, but the handheld question keeps throwing me for a loop. Like, well, like Lord there were a lot of DS ports. Like, I, I DS ports like I wouldn't worry about good. that. Yeah. yeah, but it's still a strategy game. Strategy game that appeared on consoles that's licensed. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I mean, there was that Star Wars one. Oh, there was that Lord of the Rings one, Battle for Middle Earth. Yeah. Oh, there was that. Jeez. But I don't think that hit handhelds. Were there any Marvel ones? Um, Marvel. Oh yeah. I mean, there was like the Diablo-esque one. If that counts Ultimate as Alliance. strategy. The Ultimate Alliance. That's not strategy. Um. Yeah. I like that game. That was a fun game. And uh, you don't know if you're human, so you're controlling a bunch of characters. I, no, I said I think you are human. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Human. Oh, what about, did X, did XCOM get a port to handheld? It hit iPad. Hmm. It'd be XCOM. Damon and it takes place that. on Earth. Yeah, we yeah. Are, yeah, but XCOM's not uh, based on a license. No, it's not. That's true. That's that's a series, but it's not a license. Yeah, you're right. You're the strategy guy. I know. I, some I, feel like I, I feel like I'm feeling. It's probably most of what I play is unlicensed. Um, five questions left. Goodness, I think I'm feeling. It could we, be. We don't know if you wear a hat. A robot game. We don't know if you're a hat. Um, Does he, you Should we ask if it takes place in the future? Yeah, I, yeah, we know it's Earth, but we don't know if it's historical or if it's future. Yeah, but it's also it's... based on a license. I feel like that's a really big hint. Is, is there a way to narrate, like a movie or just mm, a brand? You can ask about... Like, what about... Uh... Yeah, I'm looking don't go down that way. Or comic books. It's like, probably like, everything. Because there's like toy or... soldiers and like stuff like that. Mm. Uh, or comic book. Um, I think it's based on something like Star Wars or Marvel. I play a lot of this kind of stuff. Why, what is wrong? Um... Should we ask if it's turn-based or real-time? I like historical well, or sci-fi. Every, almost everything is. What's that? I like historical or sci-fi. That, that'll orient me in there. Okay, sure. Let's have, yeah, let's do that. Right. Is this a sci-fi game? 
You're asking. You're asking. Does it take the safe place farther in the future than we are right now. I think so. Yes. Okay. okay, so that's good. So that eliminates like, any kind of uh, like total war, anything, yeah, or those, any of those. Right. Games. And why, those why can't it be Halo Wars? Because it's not. Because we are Xbox exclusive. Exclusive. It's a 360 exclusive. Yeah. So but a, but did that come on? Did that come to PC? No. Oh yeah, no. Oh wait, no. Halo Wars did come to PC. No. Well, it definitely didn't come to a handheld first system. First Halo Wars, version. I thought came out on PC. No. It doesn't matter. It didn't come to a handheld system. Okay, you're right. You're right. Um, that's 16 questions. Is, oh, it like a, is it like a crappy like Sonic or? I mean, this still could be a Nintendo series. Do you remember yeah. that? The, I mean, it could be Fire Emblem. This yeah, is, it could be Fire Emblem. This is unrelated. Oh, no, it's future though. It's unrelated to twenty questions, but I just want to remind everybody: this is your monthly reminder that Bioware made a Sonic the Hedgehog RPG. Yeah, <laughs> there the, is that for the DS. Yeah. I just like to remind I everyone that. that that's a thing that, that exists yep. on this earth. Sonic the Hedgehog Bioware RPG on DS. <clears throat> Back to twenty questions. Twenty questions. Uh, Sci-fi. What about four questions wait, to go? How about Advance Wars? Were there any Advance Wars games? They're not. Uh, they're not. They're not in the future. They're like near Should future, we narrow right? down? the console. I mean, but they're also, uh, I don't think, it's not a band. They yeah, maybe we should ask about Nintendo at this point. Just to, I mean, we're so so close. I think we're kind of shooting in the dark. It's based on a license. That's what's, yeah, that's what's what killing me. I'm, me I'm, I'm, I feel like this should help, and it's hurting. Gosh, I just do not play a lot of license. Do we, we want to ask if it's like a movie tie-in? or, uh, or like Damon just, made a funny face when we did that. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm trying to figure out if it's based on like a brand, like a Transformer or something, There's or no G.I. Joe or something, or if it's like based off a specific like movie that dropped. Oh my really, it won't really make I it. I feel like I should be hitting myself in the head. Keep getting stuck on the DS. Don't try to read me. Don't try Wait, to read my mind. that's 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 in bounds. I'm allowed to do that. I mean, there's there's Lego there's Lego Wars, but I think that was only on handheld. Was that was there a there was was Lego Wars ever on console? And strategy, I don't think that. Really okay. Oh, I do. Could it be that. based on a uh, board game license? Maybe, but like we could risk. Say you don't look down upon a table. So we could ask if it's based on a toy. Like uh, what? I don't know. I'm still stuck on Lego, but I don't know why. Um, is it based on a toy? Popular toy license? No. Well, there with that. Um, oh, my goodness. You know, it's a strategy game from the Xbox 360 PS3 era. Yeah. Kind of first person. You are human. It takes place ahead of in time from where we are right now. Mm-hmm. It's a strategy game. It's not game. an Xbox 360 exclusive. Right. It is based on a licensed property. There are no sequels. It's not Valkyria. There is not it's a not. sequel. Was this game was this game a success? No. Okay. So a flop. That's a flop. A movie a strategy tie-in to some brand that flopped. Flopped. Oh my goodness. It feels like something eighteen. But we've all Damon wouldn't do it if we hadn't heard of it. So no, that's why it's like it's gotta be something that's notorious. Like who released a crappy, crappy. strategy game? Was that there a Star Trek? No, I don't, think, I don't remember any, any really off. I mean, there's some, but none that are notable enough to be awful. Was it, were there any really bad, like... Is, was, is there, like, the Wii music of strategy? There was a Star Trek game that was... Hmm. Yeah, there have been several. I, and I mean, there was that Star Wars one, too, but I think that's also too old for that. I feel like that was mid-2000s. Plus, that yeah. takes place in the past. Th yeah, that would be the past, not the future. <laughs> Touché. Yeah. Goodness gracious, um, why don't I know Maybe this? Maybe that's a big twist. Maybe that's how Star Wars is going to end. Let's see, there <laughs> They're going to find Earth. There was that's a Battlestar well, Galactica game. I never a, played a certain, it. A certain TV uh, series ended yeah, that way. Yeah. Spoilers. Uh, yeah, also in the past, all this has happened before. Um, all right, two questions to go. Got to bring, gotta bring it home. this up. Screwing this up. If we're not going to get there, we got we to bring it home. Oh, it's the license. It's killing me. Yeah. 
I'm looking at Not based off places. a toy. Yeah. Are the, should we ask if there's more games based on the license, or does that just not narrow it down enough? I don't think that helps us, in my opinion. Um, it's a strategy game. What about, like, are there, Earth. you know, mechs in it, or, or uh, Yeah, we could ask you know, real spaceships. Time. Yeah, space, we could ask about spaceships. But we said, it said we were looking down on Earth, right? Uh, yeah, looking on a landscape, not Yeah, looking on a landscape. Um, gosh. There were a bunch of Final Fantasy strategy games around that time, but none of them were across all those platforms, I don't think. All right, we got to bring it home. You don't all think right. it can be just SimCity 4? Well, I wouldn't think of that as a license, really. No, mm, that's true. Um, and it also, it was, was a fly. This game was bad. bad. Well, let's ask another well, question. The last time City was a fly, um, too, though. Um, are there, are, is this based on a comic book license? No. Oh, man. We're in trouble. Yeah, we are. You gotta make a guess. One uh, question left. Oh! Oh, my goodness. Gotta think, gotta think, gotta think, gotta think. I'm gonna hit myself in the head. Is Sean gonna help us? I don't know. Maybe he left. What about anime? <laughs> what about what about anime? Yeah, it could be an anime game. Um, I thought about like no, it's not I don't a think so, game. Man. It's not a Shall I reveal? Yeah, I give. Yeah, up. you know what? I, I think we should. I gave up it. three or four questions ago. If I'm being honest. Should we just ask if it's? No, we can't do that one. Um, I, I think it's just time. Who remembers Tom Clancy's End War? Oh. Oh. I would not have gotten this. Would not have gotten it. I never played it. Real-time strategy game released by Ubisoft in 2008. That was great. It and came to all, all platforms, yeah. PC, yeah. handheld. It had single and multiplayer modes. Nope. Is that a is that a real-time strategy game? Yeah. I would have gotten it if we would have asked the real-time Would you have gotten it? Yeah. You, you would have gotten in more? Yeah, because I remember when, the, when you did the guide That for was it. like a big game. I was thinking about Ubisoft it. Game like, you know what almost yeah. hosed us was uh, when I when we were sure it was Sivrev, and then I said, is Sid Meier's name in front of it? And Damon said no. I almost asked, is a person's name in front of it? Yeah. And David would have said yes, oh, and I would have said it's Sivrev. <laughs> That's why I, you, I didn't want to get too hung up on the license thing because it's not like yeah. Star Wars, but it is. That was a, that was really threw us off. Yeah, yeah that that's what yeah. got us. Like, but I, I never touched this game. I, I didn't play it either, but I remember it. Yeah. I, remember it was, I, I don't even remember, remember it. I remember the preview coverage. If you're a soldier or general or commander, you're pr you probably have a hat on. You're probably wearing a hat. See, I don't know. I, I couldn't say for sure okay. whether or that's not you, true. whoever you, you are. You can't say definitively. Yeah, yeah whoever you're supposed to be. Some places it's you like keep even, the cover on, some places you remove it. Even yeah. the foreman at like the construction site wears the, yeah. the construction hat. Yeah, yeah but that, that was OSHA. that was a really good one. That is a good yeah, one. But uh, I don't think you would have gotten that one either, Damon. <laughs> See, I try to pick ones that I think I could in some <laughs> universe. I think, I think it's good for us to be stretched. We haven't lost yeah. in a while. It's good. That one came from Robert Wilcox. Nice well, job, Bob. Yeah. Thanks Let's for taking down our stats. You can check those out in the wiki. <laughs> yeah, yeah. wiki. The GameScoop wiki. Yep. Check out the uh, Video Game 20 Questions wiki. Uh, all right, that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Remember to subscribe to our new YouTube channel if you have not yet. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop.igen.com. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, Sam. My name is Damon. This is IGN GameScoop. And we're out. Hooray.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.